Hi friends, we welcome you to another episode of We Only Talk Books podcast. We hope you have had an exciting start to the reading year. As readers, when we are asked to choose n number of books as favorite, the first thought that comes to mind is, really? Because we know how difficult it is to choose favorites. And yet, when we look back at the year gone by, we are somehow tempted to do just that, to choose favorites. Today, we are going to talk about our favorite books of 2019, books we read for the first time in our life in 2019. So uh, my first book that I'm going to pick for my top read in 2019 is God Help the Child by Toni Morrison. It is about a lady who uh, has faced a lot of abuse in her childhood. And the book is about how uh, childhood trauma shapes, uh, shapes up a person. So I'm ashamed to admit that this is the first Toni Morrison book that I have read. And I was absolutely blown away by the book because of two reasons. First being, Toni Morrison is an amazing writer. Her language is absolutely mesmerizing. And then her narrative is amazing too. When I read the book, I could not help but feel uh, the protagonist and what she was going through, what she had experienced. And it left me speechless, breathless in more ways than one. So it has to be my best read of 2019 and also the best read of the decade. So you should not be ashamed of reading uh, for the first time, uh, Vidyas, because uh, I am a step behind you. I have not read uh, Tony Morrison yet, ever. So it's okay. You have company. Like, and you had company. So, okay. So my uh, favorite book of 2019, the first one would be uh, End of Life Book Club. We did a whole podcast about this book. So I should not really be saying anything, anything more about uh, this book, but for anyone listening to the very first time, End of Life Book Club is a conversation between uh, between the reader, or oh, sorry, between the author and his mother um, about the books they are reading and uh, the books they have read in the past and how they like the book, what they liked about the books and the stories they share with each other. And, and within the books, they also uh, we also come to know about the life of the author's mother and uh, a lot of amazing life lessons uh, in the book. This is an absolutely brilliant, brilliant read. And that would be the highlight of uh, 2019 for me to come across this book. So even I have not read Tony Morrison yet. So I think Didi has a lot of company in that. Uh, even I have not read it yet. And I would be looking forward to reading her for the first time. And of course, for those who want to know more about the end of your life book club please do listen in to our podcast episode you'll love it i'm sure the when it comes to reading books i think if a book gives you a feeling that i should have read it sooner it makes it easier to say that book is a favorite and one of the books which i read in 2019 was the graveyard book this is a retelling of the jungle book by radiant kipling and i had read the jungle book just prior to that or just after that so it made more sense to read both of these back to back it is a very interesting book and one of 
uh, one in Neil Gaiman's particular style, which I love. The character sketches with the say setting in a graveyard, the character. I mean, the scenes which uh, which are so vivid. It was just a very smooth flow, and I finished the book in say a few hours or in a few sittings. It was just amazing, and I don't know. I didn't feel like I could review it immediately, but I still did a did a very short review. I think. you should any neil gaiman fan would actually need to read this book there are people who opine that it is to a particular age group but i don't think so that is the case let's just see so this was my first neil gaiman book which i read and i read it like 2 to 3 years back so i of course they do not agree with the comment about uh, it being a book for a particular age uh readers of some age and i agree it was it is a brilliantly very very happy feel book and uh, i'm glad that you know you finally read this one yeah i am glad to vinay as far as i remember it was a gift from you right uh so, no i don't know i know this is a graveyard book was not from you i think it was from somebody else but it was a gift so i'll just check it out maybe it was from you either i'm not it's not flashing right now when okay. if didia say it was a gift from her you say yes it was from her that's it actually she it knows, was my first she, gift to you she, she you knows she knows her it. gifts better she knows her gifts better <laughs> okay Let's so see. i will pick quickly pick my second book uh, yeah. for 2019 and it is moral disorder and other stories by margaret atwood this book again i'm picking it up because simply of the language and the narration which are both impeccable uh, moral disorders and other stories uh, is a uh, connected uh, is a group of stories that are interconnected it's about the same character and uh, it's written so well that you know the simplicity of the stories actually shine through I will just leave it at that because I've already spoken about this book in one of our earlier podcast episodes, so you guys might want to check that out as well. So after end of life book club, I picked up the book which was uh, People of the Book by Geraldine Brooks, and uh, this book I picked uh, I read about People of the Book. mentioned in end of the life book club and since it was already in my tbr pile i picked it up immediately and i was very glad that you know someone somehow fate uh, made me pick up this book and read it finally somehow someone convinced me to read this book so people of the book i have also mentioned earlier but people of the book is a story uh, of uh, a manuscript uh, which has traveled through centuries of exile and war and it has traveled many through many hands of many people and who each left their mark on the book who each had their own story and reasons for um passing the book to someone else or saving the book or keeping the book um it is a brilliant book about uh, the places their history and the culture and i absolutely love the whole process of how in the old times the books were made like who commissioned them how they picked up the paper how it how the choice of the uh, drawings or the words reflected that particular author's style how they learned about it how they progressed through it 
so it's a backward uh, story which starts from the modern times goes on to the very last uh, point wherein the book was first made and who made this book and it is a brilliant brilliant story uh, told in very beautiful manner so this year actually i'm looking to expand into different genres non fiction historical fiction and such so this will be one book which i add to my tbr pile maybe i think i've already added it as well i have to check it out Yes, so, because I because I talked about it in the in the previous episode, and I told you that it is a really must read for you people. And when it comes to books about books, this is really on the top, a really good so one. I, yeah, so I think it has already been added. Anyway, I'll re-add it to the list. So the third, second book which I would choose is a book called The One and Only Even by Kath Catherine Applegate. So this is a book which is uh, based on a real character. and it is narrated from the first person point of view of a silverback gorilla whose name is even so even is a uh, a captive gorilla he is not in a zoo or anything like that he is in a mall where he is in a cage and people come to see him he is the star attraction so seeing from his perspective you can see the other side of the cage so that kind of poignancy that uh, thoughts of even they are also touching and the the author she does it uh, complete justice so the first time in 2019 it was a gift as well and i i could just uh, feel feel that uh, sympathy or empathy for uh, even and the characters which uh, she generates to support his story like lucy the elephant and the guard's daughter bob the dog so there are a lot of different uh, characters which she has created and it is a very must read for any reader i feel i think i've already recommended to both of you if not this is a recommendation please do find the book it is a very nice read i have the i think there is a, the audio book on storyteller as well so you can listen to that the way the uh, story is told you feel that uh, scenes coming to life so please do read it and every reader i think you can give it a try i will surely check it out uh, vinay so the third book that i'm selecting for this list is verdict of the 12 by raymond postgate uh, it is about a woman who is on trial and uh, she is accused of murder So now each of the twelve jury members has to overcome their guilt, prejudices that can affect the outcome. So basically, it's a two fifty pages long book that uh, tells you so much about human nature. You see each of the twelve uh, jury members, the life they have had, the things that uh, are influencing their decisions, how they overcome them, or even if they actually overcome it or not. So it was really intriguing, and there is a part, partly uh, mystery uh, element to it. Actually, when it was first published in somewhere in the 1940s, it was uh, held as the best mystery. So, and since then, it has become a classic in the genre. So, overall, it was like an amazing book that gave me an insight into human mind in a way that no other book has. 
so it has to be one of the best books that I read in two thousand nineteen. That's interesting. Like I didn't realize it's a, such an old book. I will definitely see it, and I am very intrigued about stories of overcoming the bias because I think it is something we all have to do in our personal lives, and we keep doing it. So it will be interesting to read. So my next uh, pick for 2019 uh, favorites is The Bear and the Nightingale by Catherine Arden. This book comes from Russia. Um, so this is one of the books uh, which picks up the Russian folktale folklores, and uh, the author has done a very magical, whimsical retelling of those uh, stories. And uh, the writing is absolutely brilliant. It is very atmospheric. It's set up in winter, then you can feel the winter. You can you can feel the chill. You can actually imagine the whole uh, world being created around your head when you are reading this book. And um, the protagonist of this book is amazing, amazing. She's a very, very uh, uh, sweet but very strong and very uh, a willed uh, girl. And uh, so I have not picked up the rest of the part of the the series because it's a part of a trilogy. But uh, I absolutely loved this book. This was a very, very different fantasy read for me, and uh, I hope this year I'll be finishing the series. So the next book which I would love to talk about is a book which uh, is based on reality, I think, and she has done such a good job of it. Uh, the Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. The book talks on the Black Lives Matter movement, and to be honest, I didn't know what it was, and it was nice to find out more about it. But let me focus on the story. Uh, it is about a te teenager. Her name is Star, and how her life is affected by the shooting of her friend Khalil, which she witnesses. So, witnessing such an event, I think, would be enough to uh, send anybody into a tizzy. And to be honest, yeah. she does uh, get affected by it but she speaks out about it and she doesn't keep mum so how she deals with the aftermath of this is what the book deals with and star has two worlds one is about one is a school and uh, one is the neighborhood in which she stays which is a far cry from the school life i loved this book because it focuses on the crime and the aftermath but Uh, it doesn't make the story only about that it makes the story about a lot of different things it's about the support which she receives from her family the friendships the relationships whether it is father daughter whether it is brother sister whether it is lovers so it is just so very real very emotional and it covers a whole range of emotions as well whether it is uh, happiness whether it is worry whether it is anger whether it is uh, confusions so she makes every one of these emotions come to life and it is such a touching read i was just uh, stunned by it and to be honest i am still stunned by it because even recollecting it you get that uh, effect in your mind i think this is another book which i would recommend to anybody to read Okay, the third book uh, that I choose—I uh, sorry, fourth book that I choose for this list is *Lies of Lock Lamora* by Scott Lynch. It is a, a fantasy book, and the protagonist in this 
series, actually uh, the first book in a series called Gentleman Bustles. Uh, the, the, the protagonists in this series are criminals. Yeah, that took me by surprise at the very beginning. And uh, the way the author has built this fantastical world is just amazing. That's one of the prerequisites for me in a fantasy book. The author has built the world amazingly. And then there is the fact of that the characters are surprising. They are full of surprises at every corner. So world building and the character development in this book, it had me hooked. In fact, the moment I finished the first book, I had just had to buy the other books and get uh, get reading. So this is one of the best fantasy series that I've read in 2019. Oh, that's a huge praise coming from you, DDS. I, and I remember that this book is already in my uh, uh, to-be-read list. But I think I, should, I just need to push it up to the top. Oh, so many books. Okay, so the next next book which I'm picking for my favorite read is a uh, is an interesting one, uh, interesting one for me. Uh, so uh, everyone now knows that uh, J.K. Rowling uh, wrote the uh, wrote as wrote with the pseudonym of uh, Robert Galbraith. She wrote the Corman Strike books, and I was not ready to read the books because I did not want to, uh, you know, uh, alter my perception of Harry Potter world. So I was avoiding the books. Accidentally, I watched a show which was made uh, based on the Common Strike series. I watched one episode of the show and when the show ended, I actually uh, realized that, oh, this is based on the books by, uh, by J.K. Rowling. And I liked the show a lot. I liked the plot a lot. So I picked up all the, three, all the remaining three books from the uh, show. Uh, sorry, sorry. From the series, I picked up the remaining three books, and I absolutely loved it. So, my favorite book in the series is book number two, which is *The Silkworm*. It is a very layered and atmospheric uh, literary creation, more than a mystery or thriller. It has uh, a very twisted novel manuscript. It has an author who has gone missing. It has a publishing world and a lot of amazing uh, cast. But in the center of it all, you have strike and his assistant and their chemistry and their story is another beautiful, beautiful story to read through all the four books. So I was literally very impressed by Rowling's skills as a storyteller again. And uh, I very much enjoyed these books. Okay, Prash, I want to jump in and ask you something since you mentioned that you like the chemistry between Strike and Robin. So yes. Uh, even at the end of Lethal White, do, do you have the same opinion? Uh, kind of, yes. I do. I, I, I know it was a little... Uh, uh, how, how do you say? It was not little consistent, but I kind of like the way that they have uh, built up their story and I really, really want to see uh, whether they are going to be together in the next part or not. I am really hoping to see that. Okay. So this is one place what I can really your opinion? Okay. I actually I was actually rooting for this not to happen from book book number one. Ah. 
<laughs> it is some of the things that are you know doomed to happen kind of thing for me maybe i'm just you know a little very uh, optimistic about that but even if even if we take it out of their uh, uh, working relationship i still think that they are amazing friends and they are very very good as a working part as a partners they are really good with each other all right so i have not read uh, the second and the third book in the series so i'll give a oh, comment God. on Seriously, you are missing something, Leo. I know. I I was going to take that up, but still, time is there. It's not too late, and too many books, too little time. It's not too late. And actually, the adaptation, the the uh, TV adaptation, is also good. Like I really feel the for once that they rushed into uh, because they made it into a one or two episode thing. But all the although the books could be into like a three to four episodes. Uh, but uh, having said that, um. it's uh, really good um the actor really suits the role i mean uh, i had not read the book before i watched the show so for me now i always have the face of the actor from the show when i'm reading the books uh, but i think they did they, they did good justice uh, to the adaptation it is good one you can check it i'm not sure it is whether it is on uh, amazon prime or it is on netflix but it is there somewhere and it is a good one it's not neither it's actually on hotstar i think but uh, i'll check it out anyway uh, yeah So the next book which I would like to talk about is one which I think I've already recommended in a few previous podcast. It is called The Boy in the Dress by David Valiums. It is a humor book uh, which looks at uh, how a boy is uh, teased for some choice which he has made, but uh, how he deals with it and how uh, his support he gets support for that. Uh, So for that need, I think that was something which was very beautifully done, and I loved reading it. It was the first time I read a book by David Valiums as well, and it was a good beginning. And I've already downloaded a couple of his other books to read in 2020. This is something which I've recommended to you both, and again, I recommend to the readers as well. I'll not speak more about that. Okay, the final book that I would like to choose for this list is called Number the Stars by Louis Lowry. Uh, it is about a ten or eleven year old girl called Anna Marie and her friend Ellen. This is again based uh, during the World War, uh, during the Holocaust, and uh, how these two girls' lives are in overtaken by it. so uh, i have read quite a few books based uh, with the holocaust as the uh, setting but uh, this was the first book that was actually written for a younger audience so i don't know i wish i had read this when i was younger so uh, but i just read it in 2019 and i was still blown away by it it was a bit sweet read Louis Lowry, she loves. Uh, she writes really well, so there is no question in that. And the way she has uh, portrayed the life, the setting of the time, is amazing. Again, but I end of the day, I still can't help uh, wishing that I had read this when I was younger, and maybe I wouldn't have uh, realized all the nuances in the story back then. But I'm pretty sure I would have had a. a uh, different reaction to the book then so i would particularly suggest this book 
uh, to our readers if you have somebody who's in their early teens or mid teens uh, please you can recommend this book to them duly noted and add it to the tbr again okay so the last book for me um, this was a difficult choice i had picked up two three books and out of that i when i had to decide i finally uh, decided to talk about uh, we contain multitudes by sara helsha so we contain multitudes is a poem by walt whitman and uh, let me just say that uh, walt whitman and his poetry play a huge role uh, in the book uh, we contain multitudes is uh, in uh, is a novel which is written like a letter exchange between two uh, two guys they become pen pals through a school assignment and uh, through their letters they gradually uh, become friends and then lovers and this is a story which uh, explores uh, their uh, a uh, bond and uh, their conflicts uh, the family secrets the uh, the dreams they have uh, and uh, how they develop uh, from uh, being strangers to lovers and how they sustain that because it's not really easy always to be lovers and then being gay lovers is another uh, story uh, altogether and i completely enjoyed uh, this uh, book it is written beautifully it has so many uh, moments where you just want to pause and reread them and uh, just go with the flow go with their story and uh, it is it is it, it, it is one of the it is one of the uh, most beautiful uh, ya books i read in the last uh, year and uh, uh, recently i was asked to pick up uh, my favorite ya books and uh, specifically if uh, from the uh the romance category i i without a doubt would pick this one i absolutely love this book and that's my top 5 books for 2019 so to and like i said it is very difficult for me to choose uh, five books or 10 books or whatever as favorite so i'll do a bit of a cheat and uh, say a couple of books so the first one i would mention is uh, zen pencils it is a is it a graphic novel or it's something it's yes yes, yes. It, it 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 is a graphic novel you can say yeah. that so so it is a graphic novel which uh, gives illustrations to quotes and i love reading quotes so this was something which uh, went by very quickly and i also enjoyed reading so that is one book which i would suggest uh, i think many many of our audience would have also already read it as well and the second one which i just remembered was a was a series of three very short books which i found through devdatta it is uh, written by a very young author her name is arundhati and to read that uh, read those books from her perspective and very simple illustrated books i think i enjoyed that very much and it is available on kindle unlimited i think so please do check those books out as well uh so i think yeah so i think that uh, that's the end of our podcast episode for today i hope you enjoyed it and we will come back to you soon with another episode and we hope
we hope you have a very good reading year ahead and thank you a lot thanks everyone bye thanks everyone do join us soon so please do follow us on uh, with our hashtag it is uh, we only talk books and if you can follow us on twitter as well on that uh, id we'll be sharing our social media credentials in our blog as well thank you good night